welcome to Tell the Damn Story with veteran award-winning authors Alex Simmons and Christopher Ryan. On Tell the Damn Story, we celebrate the trials and tribulations, the challenges and joys of creativity, and hopefully help you tell your own damn story. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry. I, I just lost my mind. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> excited because these, these guys are back. They're back. They're yeah. back. They're front. All that. Chris, hi. Because look who hi. we got in the house. Look who we got yeah. in the house. We have guys that shine so bright <laughs> that you can barely see me. That's yeah. what it is. Uh. It's like, yeah, Alex is on with that Chris Ryan guy. But what's really important <laughs> is we have the return of Kasim Gaines to his show, Tell the Damn Story. And we have the co-host of the show, Omar Holman, with us. Yes, Omar, Omar the man Holman. That's right. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's exciting to see. Ain't got nothing else to gain. (laughs) And Omar the man Holman. (laughs) There he is. There he is. Wow. So good to see you guys again. Yeah. Great to be back. Yeah, yeah. Great to be here. (laughs) <laughs> we uh we saw you and got to speak to you a couple of times this year because it's been a it's kind of a big year i mean now uh, omar Holman every year is a big year because he's omar Holman. and Kasim Gaines, yeah. you know he's slowly taking over uh publishing as we know it uh-huh. but for for little guys like us it's been a very exciting year watching the glory of the you know omar not only does he have this great book of poetry we were all someone else yesterday, but this year he also put out with William Evans. We don't, you know, we don't want William to come we up and knock get on my door. Here, right. saying, yeah. Yeah. Black nerd problems essays. And this is coming out of his website and all the different shows that come out of black nerd problems. If you haven't heard it, if you haven't visited, you gotta go, you gotta go. And uh, the rest of the shelf is Cassine Gaines, right? <laughs> if you like the Christmas story, he wrote a book about that. If you like Back to the Future, he wrote a book about that in like five languages. That's how many times he wrote that book. And if you like Pee Wee's Playhouse, yeah, he's got that covered too. Yeah. Dark Crystal, yes, he Dark does. Too? Yeah, yeah. Well, you haven't read it yet? Next. What's wrong with you? But, Dark Crystal scares me. I'm not going to. Oh, okay. okay. But this year. This year. As as Omar was setting new ground and breaking new grounds in the conversations with black nerd problems, Cassine Gaines was writing footnotes, right? Mm-hmm. And that is the black artists who uh, rewrote the rules of the Great White Way. And it's an amazing book, amazing book, amazing authors. So, uh, amazing ladies young and gentlemen, men. what are you doing here with time. us? You know, when you should have your own show. <laughs> But there's still time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to get, it's like I have a buck and bronco in my seat here. Yeah. Um, If if you haven't finished your Christmas shopping, or if you got that uncle or that cousin or that relative and you don't know what to get them. Anybody in your family that can read. He's the ones. (laughs) While while you're watching, go on Amazon, order them all. You'll get them by by. By tomorrow, uh, <laughs> if you order right. it right, you can have it. Omar tomorrow. and I will drop them off personally. We'll just drop them off. Yes. And you'll know Omar's there because, like, this the whole your house will be just blurred out sunlight <laughs> and bright, bright. The, the shine of his presence will just blind you 
Yes. Put it up and the choir of angels will sing. Oh, I'm on the fourth floor. I'm on right. the fourth floor. Yeah. <laughs> Closer to the sun. That's it. Yeah. Right. There you go. There you go. So, there you so go. So you've got a lot of choices and they're great books. And this we wanted to talk to you specifically. Oh, yeah, that's Omar, right. We did actually about, want to give you a chance to speak. Right. <laughs> uh, we want to talk to you about black nerd problems specifically and, and footnotes for you, Cassine, because uh you know, a lot of our uh, listeners and, and viewers on YouTube, um, they aspire to the greatness that are YouTube. And um, it would be great to share what the experience was like, you know, uh, uh, of going through publishing and um, promoting and selling these two mm-hmm. books. So, um, first of the all, the road is long. So, yes, it started yeah, out. It, it's great to see that you're still, uh, you have survived the year. Um, how you doing, Omar? Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> what, a, what a time What a time to be alive. Uh, I yeah. guess first going through, it's, because COVID happened, right? So we can't, like, there's a whole pandemic that's still occurring. Uh, so, and before it happened, it was like, all right, we're going to do all these things with the book. We're going to, you know, you'll be here. You'll be out, you'll be out doing these things. And I was really looking forward to it. We were, well, Will and I were both looking forward to that. Like, oh, you know, we're our personalities shine through like in person, uh, right? And then like COVID happened. So I was like, all right, scratch all that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we ain't doing all that. I want you to get a computer. I want you to get a camera and uh, and go. So it was like the, the transition from like getting to be like social uh, in front of people and doing readings like that to um, just having to go and like just talk with people uh, through through digitally. Uh, that like, so it, I want to say it didn't feel for me, like this is my first, uh, big book out. So I, uh, I didn't, I didn't get the chance to really like have an in-person event aside from our launch, uh, right. the book launch. We didn't really, oh no, th- I mean, that was virtual as well. No, we did one in Columbus. We did one in Columbus where right. we had people there, but like, you know, like the typical, like we didn't get the chance to have like the typical, uh, you know, we're in person reading to people and things like that. Right. But like right. the bright side is at least we still got to meet folks and on uh, different mm-hmm. platforms. Yeah. And uh, talk, like make the best of a of a of a of a, of a situation. Uh, yeah. a horrible. That's a bad situation. That's a bad situation because it's global. Uh, but oh, like, yeah. yeah. That. So looking at the bright side. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a strange time. But and we're going to get into a little more of that detail. Uh, Cassine, did you have a similar experience? How are, how are you surviving with all this? I did. I had a very similar experience. Um, yeah, almost almost identical. I mean, you know, there were sort of things that we were looking forward to doing. And then in fact, there were flights that were kind of booked yeah. <laughs> even, and then everything just, you know, was grounded in a very literal sense. Um, you know, I did a lot of virtual events and I know that Omar did too. And, but there, it, it's different. It is different, you know, and you, you definitely try and make the most out of everything. You know, we've acclimated to this new world, but it was, um, it's different being in a different location, talking to people, being able to see people in their face. I did one in-person event over the summer. It was my first one in probably, you know, 18 months or something like that Mm -hmm. at that point. And it was all like, I almost could have cried. Like it was like, so Mm -hmm. like, like so nice to actually just be in a room with people. Um, And that was the only one I've done, you know, for footnotes actually. So it was uh it's it's interesting it's interesting 
Well, let's start with, uh, let's start with the low light. What was the biggest, dis- I mean, clearly the COVID, but maybe a COVID related specific event or what was the low light, you know, the, oh man, moment with this experience this year. And then we'll build up from there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, much. Well, uh, well Okay, I, I got one. Because um, we were gonna, the book was supposed to originally come out in July. Mm. And then we were like, you know, uh, the stuff was going on. So like, oh, we'll push it back because then like, oh, more folks will be like vaccinated and such like that. So then like more people, people will be uh, going out. So we pushed it back to September. It's so, like, you know, we didn't have a, we didn't feel, uh, yeah, I think vaccinations had just started around. Right. March. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, so you know, September to get more, give more time than more feelings. You don't feel like you're forced to like come out and stuff like that. And then, man, I think, and, and, and uh, we, and then we're, all right, September hits. And then, uh, uh, I want to say, oh, the record label, uh, we get a thing from Schuster, like, yeah, they're not doing like in-person, uh, not doing in-person events. You can do this one, but you can't do like any others. And it's like, damn, the whole reason we pushed this back was so that we could, uh, so that we could do this. All right. So like, so that was like the, like we thought we were by like being like proactive and like ahead of the curve. Like, all right, well, all right. we'll do this in case of X, Y, we'll do Z instead. Like, no, Z ain't going to work. <laughs> you can go back yeah. to, no matter what part of the alphabet you're doing, it ain't going to work. No, you need no, to man. create new letters. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You better go to, you better go yeah. to the military or something, military alphabet or something, man. Like, and uh, like, what is this latest strain? It's like named after a transformer. Uh, Omnicron. Omnicron. Yeah. I mean, and there was like well last time we heard of one was delta look at yeah. all the ones we didn't even yeah oh my god uh Cassine, how about you low light of of the year low light of the year um you know to be honest with you it was it's it's sort of hard to say this because i don't think i've said this really but i'll i'll say it it's i i think i had very um the the book got such great press really early on. And it was fantastic to receive that. And then I think it was a little bit of a struggle getting the book in front of people that would be most receptive to the book. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, that, yeah. that that has been um, a, a continuous sort of struggle a little bit. And, and I have to say, you know, I, I ter- thankfully my publisher um, in a way that they really didn't have to be, frankly, were so they remained so incredibly supportive of the book. And um, th- we actually we had a plans for a paperback that was going to come out in February. We pushed it so that we can sort of uh, repackage it actually mm-hmm. a little bit. So we are changing up a couple things and repositioning it a little bit. And we're taking a fresh sort of stab at it for the paperback. But it's been certainly a learning experience. And this is the thing that I think um, with it being, you know, Footnotes is the fifth book that I've written. And I feel like just like an album or a movie or any sort of creative thing you do, you feel like you're always learning. And after some point in time, you've mastered it. And now you know how to do this and how it's going to go. And you set your realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. And it's been a learning experience for me that, you know, it, 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 you can do all the right things and still miss the mark a little bit, even if you're happy with the product, it yeah. still becomes a marketing thing a little bit. So 
the commercial aspect has been something that has been a little bit disappointing, frankly, but it's thankfully something that we're we're still going to be able to work on right. um, in twenty twenty. Hopefully, you'll be able to do the a book tour or something like that. Yes, and I think that's a part of it too. I mean, like Omar was saying, you know, I think that I'm good in front of people, you know, and I don't know. I think you can try and replicate that over Zoom, but it's not exactly not the same. The thing, yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm actually doing an event in February, um, a Broadway centric event um, in New York City. And it's a, a big sort of event that I'm a part of there something that's really reaching theater people and it's in person. And so I'm really looking forward uh, to that because I feel like that will be helpful in terms of yeah. you know, being in front of my kind of people for this. So Omar, are you going to do that thing, kind of flip on that and come out with a hardcover version? Is that the uh, repackaging? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that, that, I don't even know. You're in hardcover, know. Omar. You're in a hardcover, right? I'm in, I'm in a hardcover. Uh, now they, they talk, okay, we're going to go to uh, paperback. Um, I'll, I'm going to ask you, that. Are, are you going to, if you can reveal this or not, are you, is a uh, part of the repackaging, are you going to change your, uh, change the um, cover? cover? The the covers being changed, yes. Wow. It's a, All right, so it's, a, it's a little bit of a, it's a it's a brandy new, it's a brand mm-hmm. new baby. <laughs> so same. So we have like a, um, they want to go with like a different cover as well. So I think I'm in the same boat as you. Like, All right, we're gonna cool. change a different color uh, cover. Right. And I was just saying, um, seeing which ones like okay, I all right, we'll go with this one or maybe or going with that. So I mean, we'll put, do an input on that. Uh, so which is which is new. Uh, as well to me. And also, I guess I'd say congratulations as well, because not a lot of people get to go to paperback from what I, from what my uh, other friends have told me, like, that's not a, like, that's not a thing that just happens for, like, for everyone a, yeah, either. Because yeah. I'm i I'm a baby in this. I don't know. I don't know what's what, man. I, don't, I, I still don't know what's what. Like, oh, paperback. Oh, is that good? What does that mean? I was like, okay. Oh, you're, you're in the so, Kirkus review. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> Um, yeah, every step is a is a completely uh, new learning uh, I, I experience. Have a, I have a question mm-hmm. here. Um, ah. You said you said something uh, a few moments uh, ago, Cassine. Uh, getting the books in front of the most receptive audience. How do you identify that for a book like this? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean. So to be honest with you, I mean. And that's there therein lies the the issue. And I think, you know, so and I'm like I said, this is this is truly, I'm not even kidding. This is truly my first time talking about this. So I'm still working through this myself mm-hmm. a little bit. But my sort of sense about it is all of my other books have had some sort of built-in audience. You know what I mean? It's easy to say, find the back to the future fans yeah. and and shove a book in front of their face um it's it's a little bit different to say find fans of this musical from a hundred years ago that has been lost and forgotten because where are those that you know those people don't exist there isn't a built-in audience there per se in the same way so i think one of the things that we've sort of um had to that we've tried to straddle is reaching out to perhaps people that are interested in black history and then also people who are interested in theater. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, and I don't Ooh. think it's fair to say, unfortunately, Ooh. Oh God, Omar knows where I'm going with this. All yeah. Right. But unfortunately the Venn diagram of people that are interested in black history and theater 
is a sliver, you know? And, and I don't mean that like pejoratively, but it's it's sort of true in a sense. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and but I mean care about it. I mean like care about it at 2699 and 400 something pages. Like that's what I mean. Right, right, right. So, um, so really one of the things that we've been talking about as we're gonna be repackaging this book is really trying to perhaps choose a lane as opposed to trying to find people that are in that that Ooh. intersection wow. and um and we'll see we'll see how it goes but you know what that's that's part of the the struggle and challenge as omar said before i'm really pleased that um you know they really believe in in the book and the importance of what it's saying and so we are you know taking another bite at the apple here but it's been it's been an interesting sort of journey trying to navigate through this. Wow. Doing this for the black nerds and the black theater kids ain't it ain't easy, man. It yeah. ain't easy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a different but, conversation, I would I would I would definitely love to dance around why that is, and I don't mean even on a racial level, as in well, it's because you know white folks this or what, but I mean you know what does it say about us? as a people and our appreciation of our history, mm. you know, and the different, the different, the multiple levels of things that we have done historically, some of which no one knows about. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's a whole nother conversation, but uh, well, we will have but it. It's, <laughs> but I just that there's, there's common ground for that point, in both of their really exceptional uh, books in that, uh, Cassine uh, um, retells the story of uh, a time that passed with only, you know, uh, almost no acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the time it was selling tickets, but, it, you know, and then there was a revival. But this particular piece in engrosses you in an active story it it is a page turner in the way that it's written and it brings in questions that are so relevant for today it brings in topics and kicks at doors that are really relevant for today and that to me if we're talking about venn diagrams is where your two works uh, uh overlap because in reading Cassine's work, it's you you get swallowed by the enjoyment of the style of writing and the adventure that uh, these people are historical, but the adventure they're on. And in Black Nerd Problems, you have mastered Omar and and Will Evans has mastered the ability to enter laughing, talk of a, a, a pop topic that would catch attention. And then flip that uh, and go deep into the important conversations of the day and then come back and, and leave them laughing again. And it is, it is the way that society has changed for decades, if not centuries. You know, you can scream and I'm going to, you know, uh, to change things, but it doesn't internalize as much as if you're in there and then you say, Oh my God, you know, I'll give, I'll give Will the shout out with the, um, 
the Comic Con uh, essay, yeah. where he, he not to spoil anything, but he's talking uh, to an enthusiastic, uh, if I remember correctly, white guy who had just bought a sword. And it says the, the table's over there, and he loves it. You know, it's exactly one of the things from one of the shows that he loves. And then he had to do the calculus of what is what are the chances that he is a black man? What are the chances of him getting from a, the table, having purchased the sword, to his car safely? Mm. And and you're having such a good time reading this and and the essence of the con that it hits you like a thunderbolt. Your story uh, on on the Green Lanterns, and then the underpinnings of that hits you like a thunderbolt and because they're books and because you can go back to them one of the things that excited me about talking to you all year is that these things have a tendency to remain and get discovered by people who really need them so that's why i keep telling both of you did important work and then you just laugh really the old white guy with the <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what they called you too the old white guy that old geezer and i want you to understand he was not offended by the white part it was the old part that got him upset. Part not, i think we just say in our head like oh our teacher he's our teacher he has to say he loves us man. He, no, he don't love you that much no. Him. no he don't, he don't love now. you that much no. <laughs> No, 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 no. This is this is pure Chris Chris Ryan appreciation because it was well earned. I assure you. I assure you. Um, Chris, you had another question. I want to talk about, or I'd like you about. You know, we talked about the challenges and the lowlights. Mm-hmm. How about flipping it? Even despite all this, was there a high? There a breakthrough? Was there a cool, really cool experience uh, relative to uh, this book experience? Uh, so we got. I mean. So the the, vent, the platforms that we got to speak on were fun. Uh, so we got to do one. Um, we got to do being a Chicago Tribune uh, newspaper, and uh, I've uh, friends that are poets in Chicago. They sent me like the hard copy of it mm-hmm. with some jokes attached. Of course, like how come Will's picture is so much bigger than yours? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and in the article, because uh, we were talking to a news reporter, and when it came out. Uh, there's a part in the, in the, we were just conversating. I didn't think she'd write it down, but there's a part where Will talked about watching the show that I wanted to live tweet for a long time. And he was like, it was scandal. And he was like, no, we're not going to, no, we're not going to do it. I'm like, why not? He's like, no, no. He, was, he was adamant against it. Then I found out that he watched it with his wife a couple of times. And I was so mad because it was like seven years ago. And I, and then the lady's like, I'm like, wait, no, you watch this. He's like, yeah. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? He was like, oh, I, he's like, I'll tell you everything. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm going off. Like, he's like, this is, I'm like, this is bullshit. And I'm like, you think I care that there's a reporter here? I'll have this conversation with you now. And like, I was jokingly whatever. But then like in the, in the actual like article, she put that in there and I'm like, yeah, like that's the reality of the situation. I was really happy about like, about that little argument because like, because it shows our personalities and like, and, and that's like not a just a, a oh we're just answering questions so like like it's like wait hold on like we have an actual like little argument where <laughs> which is argument part of the flavor of black nerd problems is yeah, the two like, of you real. just laying your personalities <laughs> out there so that was like a real like I, that was a real um that was really fun and uh like- yeah and also like there's a dude on uh tiktok taco bob that like i think even before the book he he saw like a video from us and then he saw like the book as well and then um and he was like, yo, like this, I think like, I followed them for years. And I'm like seeing like, oh, they bought the book. He got the book and everything. And they're like, oh, he's also been like 
for years has been there. And so we're seeing more people like that. Um, so not on like a book, like, oh, finally a book, one thing, right. but then also them being like, ah, ah, so. gotta, and here's where the old comes in, right? It's like, oh, I, I grew up watching you guys because it's been like seven years. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I grew up. Like, I don't want to tell me that shit. Don't tell me that thing, <laughs> that thing, that thing. Don't tell me that thing, man. Yeah. Tell me, you know, so that, that was uh, so like the, the, the platform, the big platform being like, oh, you know, the capture our personality, but also like the folks seeing like being fans and then saying like, oh, no, yeah, the work you've been doing for this amount of years hasn't gone like it wasn't just like into the ether, like folks yeah. really enjoyed it. And I, that, that so, was like two big highs for me. So make note of that, Alex. Okay. What? You know, you and I <laughs> cheering and 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 screaming Omar Holman's name <laughs> from the highest points we can, but it's Taco Bob. Taco, <laughs> Taco Bob, Bob nineteen ninety six. <laughs> Taco Bob nineteen ninety six. That's right. Nineteen ninety six. Well, well, when did when did I start cheering for Omar Holman? Was it the eighties? Was well, he in sync? Oh, well, let's, let's see. That's, Okay, well, the All rest right, of this Kasim. show will be about Kasim. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Omar. There, <laughs> So my my highlight was um, being on Teledam's story. Ah, um, <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wait! I think I know this story. Go ahead. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the whole story. That's it, Omar. Did you hear that? That's the way you do it. My highlight. Yeah, I see. I see. Uh, <laughs> I'm learning. Wife. <laughs> didn't you meet somebody uh, i did related, yep. I, related, I met could tell omar who, that story i think i think omar might have been on before but i met someone who uh who truly who like like was like oh i love listening to your podcast tell the damn story and i was like oh no i'm just on it like you know like i've been on it a bunch of times and they were like oh i thought that was like your show so like that's why <laughs> No, we, we can't. We can't get a break. We can't win. We can't 200 win. episodes. <laughs> That's you know? not you. 200 <laughs> episodes, and they give it all credit to him. You know what? We never even hear from Taco Bob. You know? <laughs> well, as Taco Bob goes, so goes the nation. So that's what they oh, say. Right. <laughs> he's, uh, he's like a voter in Fallujah County. You know, he's just oh, a Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. 200 episodes, and he's on three or four, and it's his show. Okay. Oh, no, okay. 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 It just goes to show you. You know? Yeah, um, it goes to go I'm going to say uh, another highlight, another highlight. So the one is I have to I have to like you know name drop not really name drop but I getting a, a positive review uh, in the New York Times was mm. like absolute amazing astonishing um, and I know I told the story before but I was just commenting to um, my wife and and my agent and saying like you know the same person I, like I feel like the the uh, you know I I wish I still got excited by them like like I used to and then uh, you know we got a New York Times when I think literally like the next it was that week it might have been the next yeah, day yeah. even and then I was like oosh just like that feeling just you know came back um, so but I would say even even cooler than that if I can say was I was invited to speak at Princeton University virtually. But it was a part of a symposium that they had all about, um, I forgot the way they exactly uh, titled it, but it was about like the um, triumphs and trials in the Black community in 1921. And it was uh -huh. all about uh, the weak 
that Shuffle Along opened, which also happened to be the week of the Tulsa race massacre oh, uh-huh. in Oklahoma. Yeah. And it was it was a it was a two-day symposium of looking at different events that transpired over this week yeah. as sort of a case study for the way in which, you know, black history is this tale of triumphs and trials. And um, to be invited to speak as a part of that, but then to to sit and absorb listening to other people speak, yeah. it was just amazing company to be a part of. And um, and I, I felt like it was important. You know, I felt like the book was was contributing to something. So I was really happy to be invited. That's to. really cool. Excellent. Really cool. Excellent. Insane. Excellent. And, I'm sorry, and let again, me say that again. Excellent. Yeah. And it's, wow. it's one of the reasons why Alex and I have uh, been so excited about both your books, because, you know, we did an episode when we were talking about the, the Tulsa riots. And mm-hmm. the thing we focused on was how many people didn't know it mm-hmm. had gone through entire, you know, the exalted American education and had never heard about it. And it was a, a comic book show on HBO that broke the news to yeah. the American consciousness. No, and here we are looking at two dynamic writers who uh, young are, dynamic are writers. That's right, because yeah. no geezers. Because we're old, bottom, they're bottom young. The screen, no geezers. According to Taco, um, but but <laughs> you are both having the conversation, you know, and and in a really engaging way. In, in the, both of you have very different styles, but engaging way, um, invoking or preventing those aspects of American racism to continue you shedding a light on uh, uh, notes and the whole, that whole section of Broadway life that has been ignored mm-hmm. and you talking about current pop culture and then, you know, like overturning the stone and here's what's underneath, you know? And I mean, I would both, I would consider both books required reading in, in, in a progressive education uh, uh, system, which we're going quite the other way these days. <laughs> but, <Right. laughs> um, we've had we've had some laughs, but is there a really particularly funny thing that happened in the experience of this book? Uh, oh, my favorite! Oh, my favorite story because it doesn't involve me; it involves Will getting in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I love this story because I because I it happened, and then I was like, "Can I talk about this?" And uh, our agent was like, "Yeah, I'll see an issue or whatever." <laughs> um, we had to because you got um, I didn't know this was a thing even. Yeah, I go through legal right, like legal uh, things and stuff like that. Uh, I have a friend Jordan uh, Jordan Calhoun whose book is coming out. Uh, Pickle is black. Uh, pre-orders are up. And uh, he was talking to his uh, his publisher, and he was like, "They're like, oh, and you changed the names, right?" He's like, "No, I didn't change any names in my book. No, He's like, no, you can't. Like, you can't do that. You got to change the names." And so for our thing, uh, they're like, "Oh, I just got to talk to you guys about some legal issues." Like, "Oh, Will, you say this thing here about this issue with uh, what was it, Liam? Not Liam Mills. It was uh, the dude from Taken. You say this, yeah, comment. Liam Neeson. That's Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah, okay. So he was like, um, you say his comments, like, oh, okay, and he's like, all right, gets gets on that." And it's like, all right, there's, she's like, then she goes, do you have an issue with the Alexandra ship? Like, these, like the lady from X-Men first class? Like, yeah, her place was like, no, we don't have no beef with her. This, this is just the thing I'm talking about. She's like, okay. And then Will goes, it'd be really funny if all the legal issues are just me. And then she pulls up another 
what? And she goes, actually, yeah, they're all just you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And what, the way Will says, like, Omar thinks like I, that I think, like, oh, he'll be the one to get us in trouble. So I, I don't assume that. But I'm like, I assume that. So uh, this is this is great for me that I have to sit here and watch. And it got to a point where Will's like, will I get in trouble for it? All right, I don't care. Will I get in trouble for it? No, whatever, let it fly. <laughs> so that was like, that was like a really, like, cause after like the whole editing process and all that, like, that was, that's probably my, that was my favorite part of the book. Cause I knew I could tell that story to other people. <laughs> I think that's a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. Will I get in trouble for it? Yeah, like what? Am I gonna get in trouble for it? Am I gonna get in trouble for it? No, like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Or oh, it could be Will, comma, I get in trouble for it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's an alternative. Yeah. It's Will's fault. Yeah. That was amazing. That was his essay. The Sim, everybody always goes to the uh, the Simba essay. because uh, he where he talks about I love that one. He's like Simba, like he's like saying Simba's a trash character. He's like like right, number right. 247 on his list of favorite uh, Disney characters. Mm-hmm. And he's like, people, he's like, everyone just keeps going for this. And in interviews, the people would be like, so you guys say, I'm like, mm, not you. Well, I'm like, I stand beside him. Yes, I stand beside him, but I was not a part of that. I was well. That's all him. That's all him. Now, can, can we just dig, not to take the humor out of it, can we dig a little deeper on that? Do you think it is a, uh, a stylistic difference that does he get... Does he name names more than you do, oh, or is he? Anything, it was no, no. It was just uh, like if we, if we can get into the black culture here. Like, so he's saying like, oh, you know, like when uh, the rapper Shine, because he makes a reference to the whole Shine situation where he got locked up and then deported after he because uh, he shot someone, and right. so it was more like the whole like, well, you know, did you like, yeah, yes, that's why he was there, and then and Will mentions Diddy Diddy's uh, connection to that, and so it's more like a well, we should say allegedly, and it's like. And you're black, you're like, we all know what happened, but all right, like, all right, fine. So it's that. So it's like the things of like, all right, well, we have uh, to like phrase things this way. It's like, yeah, Deces and Miro, they say yeah, stuff that yeah. we all know. So like, and then allegedly, 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 you know, so it because it lawsuits, like that. that's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just right. it was only jokes, too. So it was, lawsuits, uh, it was odd. Now, yes, okay. Now, while we've been re- delighting and roasting William, uh, Cassine's been cooking up his, so I've been thinking hard, but I, you know, the my apologies, Will Evans. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing that I would say, this is kind of like a pre-writing thing. When I interviewed um, someone named Noble Sissel Jr., who's the son of one of the people who's the main character in the book, and we met up in Washington D.C. I happened to be in Maryland, and he was in Virginia, and like we met um, poolside. But I guess the sort of like joke is that it was at it was like a, a Hampton Inn or like something like really not glamorous. I don't think Hampton Inn is sponsoring the show, right? Is that okay? No, so, no, 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 no. Not anymore. It was a couple of not minutes anymore. ago. Not anymore. It was funny because we were trying to speak and we kept getting interrupted by like families, like splashing in the pool area. Like there was no common <laughs> area. We tried to meet where there was like continental breakfast. So like when you go back and listen to the audio of, our interview there's like people at like trying to get the waffle iron to work and then relocated <laughs> to like family splashing in the pool and so like it was just funny because I'm thinking like look at me I'm talking to this this person with such a close connection to history and like we're being chased around this 
this uh, kind of sad, you know, having a Brady Bunch moment here. Yeah. Yes, yes. So that 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 to me was probably the 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 memory that sticks out as yeah. being. The, the let let me let me let me ask here uh, because you know the highs and lows, the the laughs and and sometimes the more serious tones. When you when either one of you or both of you look back on the 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 culmination of the work, the putting it together, all that time and and the experiences around it. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about the work? How do you feel about the time that you put into composing the work? What does that What does that do for you as a person? Oh man, you gotta make me introspective with it. Uh, <laughs> That's my job, bro. That's my job. I see. Uh, yeah. For us, uh, for uh, as I said, I said it before once too. Like I have to say this without like actually like trying to put like. Whatever I feel it was the, uh, for us, it was like the it was like the first book of our kind. Uh, there's a line. Um, I won't say that line because that's gonna make me sound very pompous. Uh, but like it was say the, the line, book. bro. Say, say the line. line. All right, Stop so, like, editing now, yourself. Now, now I gotta think. J Cole, what is what's the uh, J Cole's line? Um, uh, what the what the? Now I can't remember it. Uh, oh, oh now. I, I forgot. I forgot. The, let me, I forgot let me just Google J. Cole's pompous line. I'll be right. <laughs> but I'm J. Cole is the problem of itself. But it was like, oh, um. Uh, but like it was like a in a sense like if a lot of so many people saying like oh I, I wish I had this as a kid growing up and everything like that and this was the book that I wanted as a kid growing up so it's like yo I, I got to write this thing with like one of my best friends uh this like like a like a like a bible for black nerds man in a sense like in this time frame um and I know it will not be the, like it's to me it's the first of its kind I know it will not be the last it's like a great thing as well but like you gotta got to write like this uh this this bible for this this reference uh thing for it so like yo that's a if, if anything like that's that's that was that is the one the holy grail right there the one key moment of like if my life culminated in anything like it is that right there and I'm like cool like I I am okay with that and uh as as um Chris was saying and as uh my wife was uh, Natasha was keep telling me as well like the good thing about a book like it's always there like mm -hmm. you got this you put this piece of work out it's always there because it always can make let's say three years go by four years go by someone can always rediscover it, you know what I mean? And it can always like come back in circulation and things like that. So like someone will always be like rediscovering your work even, when, even after you're gone, like it'll always mm. like, it'll out, it will outlive you. Um, uh, so uh, Nas is like Jesus, I think Rakim wrote the Bible. That's what I think that was the line, uh, the, J. Cole, the J. Cole line I was thinking of. Um, but so yeah. Your, just, your assignment, should you choose to accept it is to find out what the, the dang line is and we'll put it we'll put it in the footnotes from, from no pun intended. we'll put it in the footnotes of the episode <laughs> um so yeah it's just like this culmination of the work man it's like that's really like what it's really just what we wanted which what we which we had when we were in high school or like middle school mm -hmm. and like got to do that for somebody else so like that's like and like and that that's all i that's all i wanted um that, that was like my big thing <laughs> and the hard part is finding what comes after that which i guess we're going to get into later <laughs> we're going to get into that a little yeah. later yeah okay but, you know and Christine? Uh, yeah um so how do i feel about it was that the question how do i feel yeah. about it? Uh -huh. yeah. yeah so it? i so do you have a j um, cole line <laughs> um how do i feel about it is wow i feel like it it's uh it's really i'm i'm proud i'm proud of it and i'm proud of it from the standpoint of and i might have mentioned this on a on a previous episode of my podcast uh tell the damn story where <laughs> where no 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 but um 
I there was a point in time where I very seriously was going to not write this book. Like I, I was already under contract to write it. I was trying to like figure out Whoa. how I was going to pay back my advance. Like, I was trying to figure out, like it was, it was just this overwhelming thing. And I, because it was so different from everything else I'd written and I was really kind of in my head about it. And, um, and it coincided with like COVID and me feeling yeah. like, like the world is, is upside down. And like, as everything is uncertain, the only thing that I have to be certain about is that like, I have to spend a certain amount of hours in front of this computer. And I'm like, I can't be certain about anything. Like, what am I doing? Um, and so I really just was not feeling it. And, um, but I always wanted to, I always wished I could, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that. So I think um, similarly to Omar, in a sense, the, the thing that my strongest feeling about footnotes is I think there was some review um, some reviewer, I think it was maybe Washington Post, said at the bottom of the review um, that it it feels like in reading the book, it feels like history has repeatedly conspired against giving the creators of Shuffle Along their due. Yes. That this book is seeking to correct a century-long injustice done to these people and I felt like that's that's what I'm trying to do that's what I feel compelled to do and to have it even though I I always knew that but to have that in print that someone else saw that felt like like you know I don't know that was that's how I feel about it I feel like I'm just trying to amplify I don't care about go to your library and read the book, you know, borrow it from someone. I just feel like I just want people to know about these people that I'm writing about. And I, that's, that's my main focus. That, uh, that, that's the yes. blurb on the paperback. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to jump in. I'm going to take a quick second. I'll try and do this quickly, but you, what both of you said reminded me of this moment. Um, a dozen years ago or more, Chris and I were in, I think Chicago mm-hmm. uh, at a Comic-Con. And I had been off doing a panel or something. Chris had been manning the table and blackjack was the predominant property we had on the table. And I came back and Chris said, this gentleman's been waiting to talk to you. And it's a white gentleman, you know, nice, nice tie, uh, button up shirt and tie and a jacket, sort of a tweed jacket or something like that. And he looked to be at the time, maybe he was, in his, yeah, he was maybe in his, his late 50s, early 60s, something along those lines. And he says, you know, Mr. Simmons, you know, I just wanted to meet you. Um, blah, 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 blah. I, I love your work. And I'm thinking, what? He's read a few of the comics I've written. He says, you know, I've read, and he mentioned Sherlock Holmes, the play I've written. And, oh, this guy actually has read some of my other stuff. <laughs> and then he says to me, he, he starts telling me his, his, his history. And I'm going to do this very quickly. He tells me about, you know, growing up where he grew up, which is in the United States in some small Midwestern place, something like that. Um, how he lived through World War II. And as a child, he remembers the Japanese being interred. In, in, in camps in, in, in the U.S. and all this. And he went to high school, he went to college, he became a journalist, he did all, he's, I'm standing there going, okay, well, this is all very interesting. Why are you telling me all this? And he says, he says, and never, never did it occur to me that there were Japanese people opposed to World War II until I read your uh, Blackjack story. Uh, and I was thunderstruck. Uh, because there was some part of my head that always said I wanted to write these stories 
to reveal something about you know history, unspoken history. But you know, it's, it's to entertain, and I'm probably maybe nobody's ever gonna blah 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 blah. And here's this man standing in front of me, and having you know a, a, a built up the credentials of saying I'm educated, I was a journalist, I did research, I know this about the news and information, and still mm-hmm. no idea because they were always painted in my mind as the enemy. Yep. And I never saw them any other way until this graphic novel, this comic book that you wrote. So I hear you, uh, you know, it's, it, it's profound. It's that moment when you go, I was put here for some purpose and, and this might've been it, yeah. you know? And I totally hear that. I totally, totally, totally hear that. Well, for both of your books, I keep picturing the high school kid who <laughs> you know who stumbles across it you know and maybe uh maybe it's a theater kid for a case maybe not but it um uh, or a journalist or a historian but sees in that piece oh i uh, i can be mm. you know and in uh Omar's pieces, and even Will Evans, even though you know legal trouble, Will Evans, um, <laughs> to 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 be able to read that and say, I can say what's on my mind. I can honestly, and intellectually, and uh, sincerely say what I have a right to express that. That's that was with the th- you know the things that that struck me in the heart and said that these. You know, these are the reasons why I'm proud of these guys and these books. You know, I used to just be proud of you guys, but now I got books to be proud of too. <laughs> I would, I would also add to that. It's not just the, the the right to be able to express oneself, but in your cases, you did it with quality and craftsmanship, and yeah. and that's another reason why even more people are listening to it, because you can express yourself for you on the street corner you know, white, black, or whatever, you can express yourself. And if you've got really nothing to say, or you're not saying it well enough, you're only going to reach one or two. But when you do it with quality and craftsmanship and integrity, as you both have have accomplished, then more people have to hear it. They can't ignore it. Which is why all of you watching now should be going on to Amazon and ordering <laughs> footnotes for the and holidays. black nerd problems right for now. Christmas, Hanukkah, Get it and, time for the and anything else, you know. Give it to grandma. All right. Um, we have read it to more... grandma if she can't read it herself. <laughs> That's right. We have three more questions. Um, one kind of about this year's experience, and then two kind of looking towards the future, and then whatever else Alex has, because you know Alex, you never know what's coming from Alex. Um, as far as the yeah. is concerned, um, what worked best for each of you as far as spreading the word or promoting the book? Um, hmm. I mean, I post a lot on social media. I guess that's, I mean, I feel like that was helpful. Um, I feel like that was helpful. I, I joined TikTok, which I- yeah, oh, I think you figured out Tell TikTok. me about that. <laughs> which isn't directly, it's not directly like, you know, buy my book sort of thing, but it's but it's just, I, I, I'm a firm believer. Look, I like to invest in um, authors that I like, or like, you know, yeah. like you, yeah. you gain a trust with an author or a filmmaker or a musician, whatever the case may be, and you go along for the ride with them. So I've always tried to post with personality. And so TikTok seemed like another vehicle to do that. Um, 
So, I mean, that was something that I, that I've experimented with. And um, I don't know, I think just trying to be more open online. I used to have this belief for a really, really, really long time, especially on Twitter um, that like, I'm there to buy books since I'm there to sell books. So even if it's not explicitly, I always know I'm there to sell books. So I'm not going to take any, you know, positions on anything that may seem remotely controversial. I'm just trying to be <laughs> as as possible. And what I've sort of found is like, you know, that's, that's not it, generic. I don't know if I consume any works from anyone who I feel is just like, generic creator i feel like mm -hmm. I, I the people that i have an attachment to are people that have some perspective whether i agree with it completely or not is is a different thing but they have some perspective so um i've tried to be a little bit more of that uh online <laughs> and you're entertaining omar to the nth degree well, because I, now <laughs> for the other side of the coin because i remember the, <laughs> i remember the conversation between me and casino i'm like man i want to give him that I want to give that music take, but all right, Omar, you, you yeah. want to okay. trying to be safe. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I have not been that. <laughs> uh, it's one thing with like, um, okay, we're approaching stuff like trying to be like, which is, the, is, is maybe is the problem as well, because I, 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 talk, I talk how I talk, which is mm -hmm. a good thing when writing as well, but also as been pointing out by people who have been interviewed by like, oh, you talk, you're using curses and F this and F that. And I'm like, this is me, lady. I don't know what you want me to do. But like, I, I will talk how I talk. And in doing that in the promotion, whether um, there's other social media for uh, Black Hair Problems and like promoting that way in the social media and stuff like that. But um, I think, honestly, what's worked best is like if we're on a, on a recording or something or we were on the Chicago News, and then like, there's, a, there's always, I, I know what's coming and there's always a moment where they'll ask me something. I'm like, oh, like you're loving Mario Kart. Why do you love Mario Kart? And I, and I just say, here we go. And I just, you just, you just turn on the personality and I'm like, see me in Mario. Like, it's just not, it stops being about like, oh, I really like it. Cause like, I, instead of talking like, oh, I really like this thing because of this, it starts talking like, see me in Mario Kart. This is the best thing in the world. I will, I will break. Like, it's like, like, like you're giving a wrestling promo in a sense, like in a sense, right? <laughs> So that's I know that I'm good at that when it comes to promotion. Like, oh, why do you like Cars Three? Turn it on. Here we go. Like, it's just, if you just wait for the signal, and here's a promo on why this is the best thing in the world to me, and then showing that passion for something, and someone hears, I was like, oh, all right. Well, they're not just talking like, uh, you know, give me like point A, point A, point eight. This guy's talking like it's a like he's talking like his life is on the line for this. Like, okay, or he just he's really getting really reckless and wild for this. Let me see what it's about. Like, that's always the hope and bring someone in. So I think that is the best for me that's my best uh promotion. be authentic uh, it, i mean it's authentic and I, every time i do it i'm going off the top of my head and i don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> or, you know, so am i authentic but like that might not have been a good promo you know what i mean that might not have worked the best so like hope for the best and i i know will can see it coming because will goes and here we go <laughs> he's like and here it comes can i ask can i ask omar a question is that okay yeah. sure yeah, yeah. your show <laughs> I've only ever worked, you know, solo. I'm curious about oh. when you're doing these interviews with Will, and obviously you yeah. know him really well and you worked with him really well, but like, how do you navigate the fact that like, 
both of your names are on that book cover. Yeah. So when you're saying, when like people are coming at him for like the Lion King essay, as yeah. much as you want to point at him, yeah, you're, you both, you know, you both mortgage the house together. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So, so how do you sort of navigate that um, in, in press, in events, in all of that? Mm-hmm. I was gonna, uh, when you mentioned it earlier doing the book, I was gonna, I was gonna say like, I always felt good to have, it's fun having a co-author because like it's someone to, it's someone that can play off of. And we know each other since 2008, uh, 2008. Yeah. Uh, we know like, so it's fun just to play off of someone and like, Oh, like, Oh, this, this, uh, this essay about this, I can, in a, in a way it is like, again, like, like a wrestling promo, like, Oh wait, no, 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 no. Like, that's not my, that I, I agree with them, but that's on him. So it's kind of like, it's passing. Like if I've been talking. Tag for team. Bit, like, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. a tag team match. And I, and I, and I know he understands when I'm saying something, he knows, oh, it's going to lead to him. I know when he's saying something, it's going to signal me to do this. Or I can tell when he's done talking, then I jump in. Or if I'm, or if I say, because I'm very, <laughs> I'm not like, for some, I, I talk a lot here. When we just, I am very concise and blunt. I'm like, oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Is he done talking? Oh, okay. I am very I precise. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. So then we'll jump in and like, like that. So it's a really good uh, dynamic that way. Or in a fun part of like, well, I liked this essay from Will and, I, and I'll hype up that essay and it leads him to talk about it. And he'll do the same for me. Like, oh, Omar did something on here. And I'm like, oh yeah, lead into that. So it's, it really, it's like a, it, it is like a tag team. Uh, it's like a tag team performance. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, and yeah, it's like a tag team performance. So I, and I, I enjoy that because I, the, I, I, I prefer because it's lively, right? And I don't ever want because like it just sucks sometimes when you got a person that's like, which which has happened. We're someone that's like, you can I can tell you didn't read this book. I can tell I can <laughs> tell you didn't even read the bios, man. I can I can tell I can tell you don't even want to be interviewing us right now. And so it's it's fun to have someone else there because like I can tell by the end like, oh, we won you over. We didn't win one lady over. <laughs> we won we won we won y'all over though. So yeah. like, that's that's also a nice thing yeah, too. Yeah. Like all right, we're just gonna push through this together. You know, so that's it's it pay it's nice to have someone there on your side, like you can rely on there for that. So what we've seen on Cassine's show here is that <laughs> what works best uh in promoting is is a to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about you of each other. One of the things that uh made me even look at TikTok was Kasim, yeah. he I mean, he really found the way to use TikTok, you know. Um, I didn't know you were on there, man. I got to go find you now. Oh, I learned. Geez. I learned. Oh, He's fun. I, yeah. He's it's fun. one of the yeah. few reasons I still have TikTok. Yep. Yep. I know. Uh, I know Tony well, Jackson's on there. Dances. Jesus. Oh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> wait, wait, what Chris, you, what? Had, you had two more questions, and, and we're sort of, I'm watching the clock here. So, okay. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, don't no, don't apologize. No, what did please. you what did you say, Cassine? Let's, I said it's I said t- my TikTok is a lot of me doing trendy dances. Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the twerking no. thing was really hard on me though. I just no, really you know what it reminds? It, it reminds me of like um an MTV a minute update on something. Oh, you know? I love that. That's right, what it looks, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it does yeah, it really well out. done. Really well okay. done. Anyway, so next All right, question. let's look to the future. Um both of you. Uh, in either order is there going to be any follow-ups to this book uh any sequels are we going to uh, is it going to be available in any other formats you got to say Cassine, you want to take this one first yeah let's make Cassine go first yeah so um so paperback is coming um Mm -hmm. 
That's number one. And uh, the I'm, I'm limited in what I can say, but what I can say is that it has, uh, Footnotes has been optioned um, for a television miniseries that hopefully right, cool. will be um, forthcoming. And I, and I, I'm bound, I'm bound to not be able to say much more than that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. Any chance, keep, any chance for audio, Kasim? Uh, it's, it's in audio. It's in audio. It's read. It's uh, my sweet dulcet tones reading it to you for okay. 11 and a half hours. So <laughs> 11 and a half well. hours? 11 and a half hours. Yeah, 11, 11 hours. All right. Yeah. Yep. Wow. wow. I've experienced that. Kasim will be playing. <laughs> what class period? Yeah, what, yeah. What 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 role will Kasim be playing in this thing we can't talk about yet? Oh, hey, it's gonna be breaking out uh, a whole another, other a, a conversation a, for a future. You'll have to have me back. Yeah, I guess there's so. A, there's a Tommy cameo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God, Omar. Yeah, uh, follow up sequels, other formats. Yeah, my, I know we got paperback coming. What else you got? My wife keeps telling me, just stop saying you're just making memes. People want to know what you want to do or have coming up. If it's, not, if it's something, just say what you want to put into the ether or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, for this, if we did, we, I thought, well, if we did, if we did do a sequel, it would be something that's more concise. Um, so it would just either be focused on anime, comic books, or maybe television, something like that. Uh, if we did so, three together. volumes coming up, nicely done. Oh, I, mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to do something uh, about like uh, wrestling uh, through a black lens. I'm a huge wrestling fan. That's I wanted to do something about that, uh, about like wrestling uh, and pop culture. But I think I, 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 I got, I got to go with what brought me to the dance and my first love. I'll do comic books and mm-hmm. uh, pop culture, something that I'd be interested uh, in doing. Okay. Uh, time. <laughs> All right, excellent. Now, um, have has any of that become official, or that we're just throwing it up on the thought board right now? I'll throw it up on uh, thought board for now until we have to come yeah. back. Like, all right, what y'all got? Because <laughs> way this contract works, yeah. you got another dynamic duo appearance. Like, oh, okay, yeah. well, let's see. And how's the website going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, actually, I have to schedule some articles today. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got a, we got a. Website wise, uh, I, of which website wise is fine, and we're doing uh, have folks doing new media and stuff like that. We got uh, videos from Tiffy Starchild, we got people doing reviews and things like that, and uh, we will see if we can get uh, other types of media as well. Excellent. Oh, oh, Excellent. hint, 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 okay, there okay. Both of them are being a little cryptic here, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, <laughs> so now it's time for both of you to be the mentors, the teachers. Oh man, um, yes, and unfortunately, you're gonna have to be concise. Yeah, Got it, yeah, that's okay. So, both footnotes and black nerd problems contributed significantly to the social conversation. Yeah. What advice would you give a young writer or aspiring writer? who wants to contribute to that same social conversation uh what advice what what encouragement what would you have to say to them uh write about the thing that you think only occurred to you or maybe you only thought in the moment that it was happening to you whatever that moment is um because i guarantee you somebody else reading it will say hey i thought that same thing or i had that same thing happen to me or i have i've been in that situation before I felt that way before. Whatever feeling you think it's only only you have felt, you have to put that into uh, put that into your work because it will res- that will be what uh, brings other people into more of your work. That is the gateway. Mm. Mine is very similar. It's adjacent to it. I was going to say, uh, you know, even even if you feel like you 
tell the story that is most interesting to you mm. um, because you can take the exact same material and through someone else's lens and someone else's voice, it would be completely different. So it's not just about the idea being original, but also what you're going to bring to it because who you are, that's really important. And so just trust that you are an adequate enough person to tell that story. Um, damn story. That damn story. That's the name of Cassine's podcast. I forgot. <laughs> you keep saying that. I explained myself to be a fraud. And all we're going to be handing off the baton to these two. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, gentlemen, that's thank you. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. And Good time. one last time, ladies and gentlemen, there's still time for you to fix that. If you don't own Black Nerds and you don't own Footnotes, it's called Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble or your local bookstore. Get down there and say, Lou, what do you mean you don't have it on the shelf? Order me that book. I need it for my Aunt Petunia. Yes, yes, I order three copies. Yes. Benjamin J. Grimm reference. There you yeah. go. Yep. <laughs> Guys, always, 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 always an energetic, crazy, wild, fun-filled experience to have you on the show. Always fun. Always. It's great having uh, Alex and Chris. It's great having you both on. Thank you. Well, we oh, love yeah. being <laughs> back. We love Thanks. being guests on this show. Yeah, really. It's been really kind of you to let Omar us and I really again. enjoyed having you on. Thank you. So yeah. well, I hope you'll invite us back. Yeah, day. really. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a key to the house now, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> you guys take care, everybody. Chris, as always, an absolute pleasure. It's a pleasure. So always an oh. honor. Okay. Take care, everybody. <laughs>